Hi, everyone. It's Vanessa. Welcome to Feisty Mermaids, a podcast where we talk about everything women and girls and being absolutely limitless and just living your life. You're living your best life. So today, the topic that I want to talk about is about the way we talk to ourselves. And I noticed that my daughter gets frustrated really easy. And she often starts saying statements like, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. I need help. I'm frustrated. And she often just gets into the space where she gets stuck, right? And she just gets super frustrated, but she starts to talk very negatively to herself. And she's just very hard on herself. Um, I don't know why she continuously pushes herself to be absolutely perfect when in our household we don't necessarily have any expectations other than really just doing your best and trying your best. But I suppose that I do the very same thing that she does. When I make a mistake or I make a decision that I later kind of regret, I often beat myself up for it constantly. And I'll say things like, oh, I should have seen the signs. I should have never gotten into that relationship. Um, Or maybe if I buy something, I'll start to kind of blame myself and say, oh, you shouldn't be spending so much money on those kinds of things. The negative self-talk that I have towards myself is often not kind. And it actually makes me feel worse about myself. So I watched the movie The Secret and one night, and it's since then I've actually read the book Secret of the Ages by Robert Collier. And both of these pieces of work are about attracting and manifesting things that you want in your life. And through these um, pieces, I've learned that our thoughts really become self-fulfilling prophecies. So it's really important to pay attention to the things that you're thinking. There was one part in the movie that where they actually ask you to make a conscious effort and monitor the thoughts that you're having and that self-talk. So when I started doing it, I was actually horrified and almost terrified at the amount of negative thoughts that I was having. And there was really the fact that most of them were self-deprecating. I was really beating myself up for things that I quite honestly shouldn't have been so worked up about. I was actually feeling like a failure. But you see, that's exactly it. I kept beating myself up for things. And apparently, I'm not the only one. The more people I talk to, the more I realize that we all have these insecurities. So as I often do, I looked at some research and I found that negative self-talk can actually affect us in some pretty damaging ways. One study found that constantly thinking about something over and over and over, so kind of obsessing about it and having that self-blame over time actually um, increase our risk of mental health problems. If we just kind of blamed ourselves for events or things that happen, or if we just went over them over and over and included that, se- that negative self-talk that I was talking about. They found that by focusing on these negative thoughts, it can actually lead to a decreased amount of motivation and greater feelings of helplessness. So you start to feel like you can't do anything, that you can't do anything right, I'm not good enough, etc. 
And ultimately, this critical voice inside of us has been linked to depression. They also found that those people that find themselves constantly engaging in this negative self-talk tend to be a lot more stressed out. And, and I completely see this. When I start having that voice inside of me just give me that negativity, I start to get really anxious and I start to get really, really stressed out. And they researchers actually say that this is due in part to the fact that we actually start to alter our reality. We actually start to see things differently than they actually are. And in essence, we don't get to see the opportunities that are in front of us. And if you think about some of the times that you've been in that really negative self-talk and you've been beating yourself up over things, you don't really see a lot of opportunities. You don't see a lot of possibilities because you're almost in this space where you're just not able to see it. So psychologist Ethan Cross of the University of Michigan actually also started to study the pronouns that people use when they're having this internal dialogue, this self-talk the silent talk inside their heads. And he found, along with his researchers, that talking yourself using the word I actually stresses you out a lot more. And it really hinders some of that self-acceptance and that self-love that we should be trying to practice as much as we can. And I've actually noticed this when I get into a situation where maybe like I made a mistake at work or I didn't get something out on time, I start to say things like, oh, man, I am just so bad at this. I can't believe I failed. I can't believe I screwed up. So I'm using that word I to really kind of beat myself up. And I also see this in my friends and within my daughter as well. I've also noticed this when one of my followers commented on a photo that I posted on the Instagram for Feisty Mermaids. I was doing a promotion for one of the articles of clothing, and her comment said something along the lines, if only I was as skinny as you. And it really made me sad because I want all mermaids to love their bodies and to embrace that we're all just at different stages and at different points towards our journey to self-love. And I've actually been where she's been, though. So I think as, as women in particular, we it's easy for us to criticize our bodies constantly. So I'll share with you a story. Uh, when I was pregnant with my daughter... I actually gained 60 pounds and I felt so insecure. So once I had her, I put a lot of pressure on myself to get back to my pre-baby weight as soon as possible. And I would say things to myself like, I'm fat, I don't fit into my clothes, I don't feel good, I'm no good unless I get back to the body that I had. And I found myself not even giving myself a break. I would say things like, you've got no excuse. You had this baby a month ago, which if you think about it, it's ridiculous. These are pressures that I was putting on myself. So I worked out like crazy and I completely started to limit my food intake so that I could balance out those calories. Nobody put this pressure on me. It was a perception and a reality that I myself had created and put on myself. The negative self-talk that I was having actually just made it even worse. 
And it really heightened the postpartum depression that I was already naturally going through after having my daughter. I was rejecting my body and I was punishing it instead of celebrating the fact that I had made a human being and I should have been grateful at the fact that I was healthy and that my daughter was healthy, but instead I was unforgiving of the changes that motherhood had brought to my body. So things that I've done to work on this, because I always like to share with you guys some things that I've done as I discover things that I'm doing and as I've seen this negative self-talk, the first thing that I did is to make a list of things that I like about myself. Now, this is hard, trust me, to sit down with a piece of paper and a pen or your computer or your phone or wherever you're going to write the note and to start to say nice things about you is really hard. It's amazing how we can say these things to other people, to our friends, to our relatives. We can have so many compliments for them, but we often don't have those for ourselves. So I started with simple things like I like my smile. Um, I like how kind I am. I like how giving I am. And then slowly that started to snowball into more and more things that I liked about myself. The second thing that I started doing is to start my day by saying nice things to myself. So one of the things that I did is I literally went on YouTube and I just looked up positive self-affirmations. And you'd be surprised the amount of great content that's out there on YouTube or on Spotify of great artists that are putting information out there to help you. And I would find, you know, a 10, 15 minute uh, uh, guided type of meditation that would have these positive affirmations. And it really starts to make you feel after you do this for a while and you start to build that habit, like you do possess all those happy things and all those positive things. The third thing I've done is I've continued to monitor this negative self-talk that I learned from the movie The Secret. And every time I find myself saying something internally like, internally, like you're no good at this or you can't do this, I just reframe it. So if I'm doing a task that's hard, I'll say to myself, you know, this is hard, but I can work at it and I can do it and I can accomplish it in time with the more skills and the more that I try something out. So just reframing that negative talk that you have towards yourself to something a little more positive where you acknowledge and you celebrate the accomplishments that you're making. The fourth thing that I am doing is really trying to be gentle with myself and forgive myself as needed. So I often beat myself up, especially like after a relationship, when you go through a bad breakup you say to yourself, you know, I really should have known this. I should have seen the signs. The flags were all there. Why didn't I pay attention? It's okay. Just acknowledge those feelings and understand that you made the best decision that you could with the information you had at the time. Sometimes hindsight is twenty twenty, and we can see things that we just didn't see in the moment. So it's okay to just be gentle and forgive yourself. The other thing I'm doing as part of being kind and gentle to myself is stopping that comparison. It is so easy for people to compare themselves to others and to just think I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to be great at something. And an example is that follower uh, with my Instagram that was comparing herself to me. We are at completely different places in our journey. 
And if you get the chance, just visit my website, feistymermaids.com, where I actually posted a blog about comparison and how comparing yourself to others will actually leave you in fear. Now, the last bit that I've started doing as part of this being gentle with myself is speaking to myself as if I was talking to a friend and also using that I getting rid of that I statement that Dr. Cross was talking about. I actually pretend that Michelle Obama is giving me a pep talk because who wouldn't want a pep talk from Michelle Obama, right? And I pretend that she's talking to me and that she's saying things like, Vanessa, you've got this. You know it's hard, but you've got this. Go out and get it. And that just completely reframes the way that I start to look and think of things. So I'm going to leave you with this quote. And it's from Brene Brown, which, of course, she's just absolutely amazing. And the quote says, talk to yourself like someone you love. So thank you for joining me today. I hope that you monitor that negative self-talk and definitely hit me up. You can either email me at feistymermaids at gmail.com or you can connect with me on social media being via Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. And let me know how you are working on that negative self-talk. We can all really make strides towards improving the love towards ourselves and the way that we talk to ourselves. Thank you for joining me.